Welcome to Gamers Down Under Podcast. This is finally our episode 50. Boom. Half a century. 50 episodes. So is that 50 hours I've had to put up with you? Well, you know, you could take the good with the bad. Oh, there's always a silver lining, is there? What's that? <laughs> not much. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, cool. So we're going to do Gaming of the Week. Gaming of the Week. Well, look, truthfully, Gaming of the Week and News of the Week for me is exactly the same thing. So I'll let you ever talk about whatever you want to talk about, and I will violently interrupt you and have a rant about how awesome this week has been. I can't imagine why. Animal Crossing, I'm just getting my new... I've got my second bridge built, and I'm building All right, a... that's enough talking about you. Now let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I was thinking when you said you could go first, I'm like... I'm getting set up here. <laughs> I really yeah. am. I so just can't talking. believe you have chosen to talk about Fluffy Island Animal Crossing when the game of the year, Contender Guaranteed, has been released. All right, hurry up. Go, go. My anyway. rant nearly started. <laughs> so, I actually bought 100,000... What are they called? What's the currency in Animal Crossing? Oh. Oh, bells. That's it. Bells. Bells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, because it's a bell. 100,000 bells worth of turnips. Yeah. Do you see where I'm going with this gameplay? It is. God damn it. That's right. I forgot the turnip sales come on Sundays. I always freaking forget. I don't think I've actually bought turnips yet. I keep forgetting. Well, see, I knew nothing about them until this week because I've actually uh, been reading up about Fluffy Crossing. And I'm like, it's like a stock market. You can make money easily by buying these turnips. I don't know how it actually works. I think you have to keep going back to the shop every day. They offer different prices and that's sort of it. Um, I did read about it because the lady comes on Sunday morning to, from a certain time to a certain time, so and then every day is a random mm. price, so it's like and, you've got to sort of watch it. Yeah, and it is sort of like a little not not a cheat for it, but the more friends you have on Animal Crossing, the more different prices you have as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm friends with nearly everybody. Yeah. <laughs> So anyone has got a good price on turnips, let me know, and I'll come and sell my turnips at your your land. Yeah. And I promise I won't steal much. I'll steal everything. That's when <laughs> no one invites me. <laughs> but no, at least I'm no, honest and open. Yeah, see, I'll run out of their screen of view, and then I'll run and steal whatever I can, and then pretend like I'm doing nothing and just jumping over a little That's river here and movie. there. <laughs> But no, I haven't been blocked by anybody yet, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, but no, so definitely having so much fun with um, Animal Crossing. You nearly said Final Fantasy. I nearly did, because oh. that's what I thought we were talking about, and I just went, hang on, I'm not having fun with that. I don't like it. It looks crap. Oh. <laughs> Look, okay, enough about me. I'm not going to beat around this bush anymore. I know you're dying to talk about something. Dying. I have to kick off. Look, I'm going to go with news of the week first. So, uh, 
just going back before, I'm going to interrupt you now, mate, because we can talk about something fantasy or something, your fantasy, whatever you want to call it, later. There was an update come through this week on Animal Crossing. You can now eat 10 fruit all in one game. Good, yeah. I saw there's been actually an update like two days or three days in a row. They keep doing an update, and I've been wondering what they were. Like, they weren't very big, obviously. No, no, really small. But, yeah, I don't know what the other updates were. I actually probably should have looked at it before going onto the podcast, but... I know that was one of the definite upgrades that happened because I'm like, I just hated having to press, oh, yeah, I want one. Oh, yeah, I want five. Oh, yeah, I want one. And they're like, oh, now you just go max spend, all in, well, be- red. Be- well, because if you've got max fruit, when you've got your shovel, you can dig the whole tree up. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. So if I go to someone, say if you fly to someone's island and they've got a tree, instead of taking their individual fruits and planting them, I can just take the whole tree. <laughs> you are never ever coming to my <laughs> island again. <laughs> but no, yeah. So there has been quite a few patches um, coming through, so which is good to see. They still have a pirate ship. I really want. I'm on an island. I should be able to get a ship, and I don't want to cheat and look online to see if there's a little pirate ship you can get. But I really want a ship. Yeah, I just feel like I saw they put actually a um. Oh, what do you want to call it? Like a, they're asking questions about, oh, can you please provide feedback? What do you think we should do next? And all this kind of stuff. And I was like, hey, we hit the jackpot. Ding, 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 ding. Episode 50. 50. There you go. It's... And it wasn't even me. That is even funnier. It wasn't you. Oh, it wasn't even you. You grub. God damn it. I thought it was. Uh, no. Well, yeah, I can't even remember what I was talking about before I was violently interrupted. <laughs> because of your own fault. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's kick it back. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm going to go with the news first. Square yeah. Enix sent out an email, sent it out, put it on Instagram, put it on social medias, everything saying, please, guys, we know you have your hands on copies early. Please do not stream it, do not share videos, do not share photos, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what what are they talking about? And I started researching more and more, and all of a sudden I found they shipped it because they wanted to do a worldwide event. They shipped it off early uh, a couple of weeks prior. Yeah. They were worried about coronavirus. They were like, what's going to happen with coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. They actually done it with Kingdom Hearts 3. They copped a lot of slack for Kingdom Hearts 3 because they shipped it off early. So it's not it's not a new thing for Square Enix. But it, this time they actually had a reason. Like, after they copped so much grief for Kingdom Hearts 3, I thought they would have turned around and said, you know what, stuff is... We will wait for the last second, and then we'll ship it out. Is that a helicopter? Oh. That was Harley Davidson. <laughs> I thought they'd come to get you, finally. Yep. That was a Harley Davidson. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. So I didn't actually know they've done this in the past, so that's quite interesting to know. Yeah. Because I, I, I thought it was a really good thing that they did do that and sent it out early and... 
<laughs> well, that was me this time. Yeah, so they're talking about Kingdom Hearts. So what was the reasoning for them sending out early last time for that? I don't I don't believe there was a reason. They just ship them out early. They just because that's one of their biggest um not faults, but the distribute distributing worldwide. Distribution? Okay. Distributing? Distributing. I'm not even helping. Just keep sinking. Keep oh. sinking. <laughs> I am, I'm sinking. <laughs> sinking. Jesus, my English not too good today. <laughs> But okay. yeah, so okay. they they so want everyone gets it on the same day though. Then yeah, yes, because they do a worldwide event. Because Square Enix has always, obviously, it's a combination of Square and Enix, two of Japan's biggest companies. Yeah, they have focused on Japan for the last thirty years. That's what they do. Not all of Enix's games even got released in the West. A lot of them just stuck too. Uh, Japan, so it was, it's not. They have been shipping worldwide for twenty years now, but uh, not normally a day one release. Nearly every single one of their games gets released in Japan first, and then say North America and America, and then Oceanic. Uh, okay. They they barely ever actually do a worldwide release. So I don't know whether it's because they can't handle the volume. Like maybe they use a certain um, distributor. They use a certain freight forwarding company. I don't know. There's obviously that's the sort of detail that they don't share with um, the world. But, yeah, I I ponder why, uh, let's just say, like the creator Red Dead Redemption, they can – put a copy of that on everyone's doorstep um, worldwide on the exact same day. Never blink an eye, but I've never got a copy of that early. Grand Theft Auto, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I just, yeah, maybe because being a Japanese-based company and they have, like, maybe a lot of the other companies being Americanized, their highest volume is already in their own country. Uh, Okay. So say they're going to ship 100 million units, 90 million of them are going to America. But for Japan, they're going to ship 100 million units. 90 million of them have to go overseas. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's some sort of play on it. I just know that they've done it the last couple that they've had to do a worldwide release on the same day. They've actually had a drama with it. My problem is Square Enix is the ones who copped the abuse for it. And it's like, why? Square Enix did nothing wrong. The actual EB Games, Game, whoever, uh, Big W, Target, blah, 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 they're the ones who breached. They're the ones who broke the Consumer Act. Like, they are the ones who sold something without the rights of the like and, and this is i was trying to league up read up some of the legal side of things it, before i put my moral high pants on and said no nah, i am not going to stream final fantasy i was like oh you know what i wonder what would happen if you did and i was trying to read up on it and one forum on reddit was talking like square enix hasn't released the rights 
of the game yet. So even though you've got the product, you they are trying to say you don't have the legal rights to stream it. So then they can try to take your stream down. They can try to sue you and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I actually tended to agree with them. I was like, oh, that's perfect. That way they can ship it worldwide. If anyone gets their hands on it, they can say, hang on a second, we're going to come after you with our lawyers if you do that. And then it stops spoilers. like Because we got the game, and this is the biggest news of it, Square Enix has turned around and said, all right, ship it off to Australia, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's gotten to Australia. I've read that email. I've ran down to EB Games and said, hey, there's rumours on the streets that you guys have your games. What's the chances of me getting mine? And he turns around and goes, truthfully, I've got them out the back. I've got them behind the door. And I was like, uh, can Leave I that door one? open for me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, can I have one? And he's like, no, you can't. And I'm like, can I come out the back? I said, I just, uh, can I just sit out there until uh, day release? I don't even have to leave. I can, I'm in a shopping centre, I've got food, I've got water. Uh, I'd have to ring the partner and say, look, you've, you've got the kids, you're up. Uh, and he's like, sorry, but... He, and I said, when are you going to release them? And he said... There's two options for us to release them. One is Square Enix actually emails officially and says, all right, release them to the public. Or two, EB Games gets ordered to shut their doors with all this coronavirus. Um, so then I said, well, when are you shutting your doors? And he said, we don't know. At this point in time, we are actually doing our biggest sale days nearly every single day. He's like, we are that freaking busy, it's not funny. So at this point, we won't be shutting our doors. We are deemed as part of everyday life. I I agree it's an essential service. Let's just put it out there. (laughs) Being a podcaster, being a gamer, of course I want to agree that it's an essential service. When I put my big boy pants on and be like, oh, Geez, you're sending a lot of your workforce to deal in the retail world while a, a global pandemic is going on just so I can go and buy my computer games. Thank you for that. I'm very happy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, how dare you? I'm thinking, hang on, don't go there. Don't go there. No, I'm happy no, to go no, buy Send two. Send them <laughs> in. Re- replace them. Underage labour. Done. Uh, no, no such thing as union when it comes to Final Fantasy Remake and EB Games. <laughs> but, like, and I, so that was literally on one day. The next day, the owner of one of the pages, um, Power on Retro Gaming, James, messages me and says, because he knows, obviously, I'm a diehard fan, and he's like, oh, hey, did you get your copy yet? And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, EB Games said no. And as I was replying to him, ding, my phone goes off. And I was like, Ooh, what's this? And it's EB Games saying your copy is ready to come and be picked up at 9am. You can picture how quickly any sort of road rule was broken. My children were abandoned. I was halfway through dropping them off at school. I didn't even get out of third gear. I said, just hit the ground and roll, kids. And then I just launched out a $50 note and said, buy yourself some tuck shop and kept on going. But, uh, oh, now we've got... 
Yeah, we've got, we got the doc, we've got the docs after us. We got the unions after us. Who else can I offend? This uh, oh, David, <laughs> you've got it. But um, no, no. So I've gone racing down there. I was like, you know, because everything that we've seen leading up to the a release, it's going to be a hundred gig and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a big day one patch. I better get it start the install go back to work and by the time i knock off work it'll be on and um so i race down i get my copy and i hit him up i'm like oh you said yeah because i get along pretty well with the manager there now because obviously i'm there a fair bit and i said oh you said yesterday that you would wouldn't give it to me he goes oh well it changed overnight i said which one was it option a or option b and he's like we're not actually allowed to comment about that and he's like if i tell you eb games are shutting down you tell someone else, you tell someone else, and then it just keeps on going. It's creating hysteria. And then it's EB Games can get blamed for it, and blah, blah, blah. So it's just a legality kind of things. I said, look, it's sweet. You can shut down today anyway because i got Final Fantasy. And he's like, oh, <laughs> thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, Glad you could help. So which one do you reckon it was after that EB closing down? Or... I... I think maybe Square Enix made the call. I don't know. I reckon it could be a bit of both. I I can put my tinfoil hat on. I guarantee you these big, big corporations know that things are coming before we know. Like I'm sure about that. Some of the things that you're hearing. One, yeah. One of one of my mates works at a retail shop they actually the directors of the retail shop got notified like say on a saturday because they come from a board meeting and yeah. said okay we're shutting down monday and then that was a saturday the sunday scomo made his announcement and monday they were shut yeah so they knew 24 hours before that anyone else knew because they had to get ready they had to get the directors had to get everything ready um for the monday like if they imagine being a director of a business watching tv and finding out the exact same time as all your workers because your workers yeah. will will because this is a multi multi million if not billion dollar worldwide company so they're pretty big yeah. uh, so I reckon, and let's face it, so is EB Games. They're owned yeah. by Game, like they're the biggest distributor, game distributor in the world. I don't know if that includes China, because obviously they never provide any of their figures to us. Um, but outside of China, Game Game is the biggest um, publicly owned company. But they, I reckon, they knew something's coming. Whether it's because because every day the rules are changing like every day there's new rules there's even though we're flattening the curve there we had a boost in numbers overnight all this kind of stuff so i reckon eb games has turned around and actually maybe even square Enix, whatever has instigated it and said look they're already out there they're in the streets you've addressed it publicly let's just release it because we'll be shut before release date anyway and, yeah. I, and I reckon they've done it because game now um, over in America, you can uh, sending out the games. So if you've pre-ordered something to pick up from store 
All you got to do is ring them, uh, adjust your address, and they'll send it to you. Oh, okay. So that's really cool that they don't lose out then as well. No, no. So that they might, depending on delivery times, and that they could potentially still get it early as well. Yes, yeah. Mm. Yep. So that I, I, truthfully, I take my hat off to them. I put my big boy moral pants on. I was like, you know what? Square Enix in conjunction with EB Games, has gotten me a game, put it in my hands. This is a game that I've been playing for the last 22, 23 years. I own it on physically nearly every sort of... A game you've been playing for 20 years. What game is that, mate? Final Fantasy VII. That's in your hands. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely... Well, mine's not seven, that's for certain. It's maybe three and a half. <laughs> we can blame genetics for that. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Maybe oh. twice. <laughs> <laughs> <Get seven. laughs> All right. Definitely so... no one's fantasy. That's for certain. <laughs> no one's fantasy. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought now. <laughs> Just thinking of the big whirlwind, don't you? <laughs> the big wind, mate. The little, the little teaspoon getting spun around. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, so, and, yeah, and that's like the hype up for this game is enormous. Like, let's face it, what was it, 2015 or something, E3, when they first released that, that, uh, oh, 30 second video clip? And then it's been dormant ever since. So, like, it's been a very, very long saga to get to where we are. And imagine, like, that for me, that feeling is actual dread. I know so many people out there are like, oh, it's just a game, it's just a game. Like, I, I tried to explain this to my partner. Like, I, I tried to explain, because she doesn't get gaming. Uh, she oh, I get gaming for a start, and I'm going to interrupt you, right? Yeah. I get gaming. I don't get this game. No, I don't. Of course, I am don't. not going to buy this game. But you don't. You don't get the game, but you get the the concept. Oh, the nostalgia and, yes. and, and all that stuff. Yes, the em the emotional connection. Like for me, I've always been an enormous RPG player, and you see that meme on Facebook. It's like when you're at school. You got the the teacher yelling at you. You've failed. And then when you get home, you got your parents yelling at you. You've failed. And then you turn on a computer game, and it's like, congratulations, you're awesome. Uh, that for me is what you can pretty much sum up. Like I wasn't the best student. I definitely was. So is that why you play games? Because you, you you know you're not awesome, but you want to be told you are. It's pretty much very vain, very <laughs> very vain, but it's like. My, I'm my fantastic, see, so I don't care. Yeah. Like a, it's sort of something where it gives you another opportunity to be the best. Like my, my brother, he could never beat me at football. He definitely could not beat me at boxing, Muay Thai, martial arts, jiu-jitsu, any sort of physical combat. I was always better than him with when it come to any sort of physical sport. Uh, we used to have a running race. 
running race was probably the one thing that we were head to head with depending on what sort of weight i was carrying because with depending on boxing or what sport i was doing was whether i fluctuated in my weight uh but you come to gaming like he was ranked in the top three percent in the world for diablo like he was top one he was number one in australia top three percent or top five percent in the world for diablo for logged hours it had been out for 76 hours and he had logged 72 hours <laughs> so like just a quick shower and then go back <laughs> yeah yeah there was other games um oh, i can't think of the name of it now like sort of like ultima online he could pvp three verse one four verse one like this was a game where like he was so good at it he could like it was very very like you hack with the sword and if you don't physically hit the 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 box of the person uh it doesn't hit any points so he could start a new character and it was very very grindy like you had to like to get to his character he had like a thousand hours put into it i was trying to think of this online game my brother used to play it was some mmo online that he had to train and when he trained his guy he had his i don't know he had his uh keyboard button pressed in so it would constantly keep attacking and he'd leave the computer off for like 48 hours just attacking this one thing and then building up experience points. We're like, uh, I reckon Sky- that's cheating. <laughs> yeah, Skyrim used to do that. I oh, think it was, well. I think it was Skyrim or Oblivion. One yeah. of them, I actually done that. I just set it up, pushed E, and you could just do a fireball. And yeah. by the time you woke up in the morning, your fireball had, had maxed out, or swinging at oh. the sword. But what they ended up doing is it ended up having to hit something. So you had to hit something with your sword or you had to hit something with your fireball to avoid uh, macros from being utilised that way. Yeah. Okay. So they, they did find loopholes around that eventually. But mm-hmm. uh, there was like, but there's also glitches. Like my brother was playing one game. If you're up on top of a wall, the pretty much one of the end monsters used to get stuck because he couldn't get through a door archway to get to you, so you could just keep hitting him. By the time you killed that beast, it took two days or three days to kill him, but it nearly all of your combat was through the roof, like because you normally could never hit a monster permanently for 24 hours with your sword. You yeah. normally couldn't hit a monster permanently with your fireball. So there's always going to be gamers who find ways around little things like that. But that's, for him, that's what it opened up to. It opened up this percentile of life where it was like, you know what? You are one of the best. Like he played professionally League of Legends. He played professionally Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Most most aspects in life if you went back to caveman days he definitely would not have been a warrior he definitely would not have been a tribal leader like you know what i mean so it's computer games has brought on this whole new concept into the world of no longer computer games has brought 
on this whole new concept into the world of now that you can be good by using your mind like there used to be people obviously we've always had scientists and uh, inventors and all that kind of stuff but there hasn't really been a brand new invention since the early 1900s so uh, everything is always just new concepts of old inventions blah 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 so it's like what where do you get that glory? Where do you get that fame? And like, you look at that young kid who won a million dollars by playing Fortnite. Like, there's not many 19 year olds who can do that. Uh, like, there's a percentile of soccer players and football yeah. players. You know what I mean? But me and you can't do that. We were gifted with, uh, with our bodies that we've been given. Me and my, <laughs> me and my three and a halfer. And, um, <laughs> Uh, you and your three, you're three, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if I ever get the the VR adult entertainment, it's always going to be nine and a half. Oh, mate! <laughs> a friend of a friend told me <laughs> it's and, about ten and a half. But anyway, yeah, we'll keep and, going. And black. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, but, so. Final and Fantasy, it's out in Australia now, so we can get it if you pre-order it. What about if I bought no. it digitally? Can I get it? You can't. No, you can't get it digitally. But right. you don't even have to pre-order it. Oh. I, I went to EB Games, and obviously I was talking to one of the other streamers, and he's like, damn, I didn't pre-order because he's built a house and he's watching the bank account and blah, blah, blah. He's like, can you pre-order one when you get there for me? And I went there and I, because I obviously pre-ordered the deluxe edition. They had no deluxe editions. Um, you can't pre-order them. They're sold out worldwide. They're not going to even start manufacturing more of them for a while, blah, blah, blah. But yep. when he opened the drawer to look if my deluxe edition was in there, he had about 100 normal editions in there. I said, geez, are they all pre-orders? And he said, no, not all of them, um, but, but some aren't sold. And I said, oh. Are you selling them, even though it doesn't get released till the 10th of the 4th, whatever it was, 14th of the 4th? Are you actually selling them? And he's like, I don't see why not. I'm selling pre-orders, so I've been given approval to sell them. I was like, done. I'll take a normal one as well then. And yeah. so I, I bought one for one of the streamers, gave it to him, and um, just as a piece build now. So I said, oh, well, you can have it as a house um gift and off off he went but uh, yeah so you can yeah so they've got it for sale and that's when remember we talked about it only a couple of podcasts ago i was like damn i might end up having to cancel mine and just get digital like i yeah. luckily i'd only put the ten dollar deposit down that's all i'd paid and that's normally all i pay anyway on pre-orders um but this one time it paid off i got my deluxe edition and gaming of the week that was my rant. So what do you get with the deluxe edition again? You, it's, you get the normal game. Yeah. Get the steel case, which has Sephiroth on it on one side, and then I think Midgar on the other side. You get the soundtrack, an art book, and some summons, bonus summon material. I'm... The summons haven't been turned on yet. They get turned on on day one release. Yeah. I'm not, I, yeah, I had a bit of a talk to my brother about this the other day because I was, a, yeah, look, pre-order bonuses like that. That yeah, upset yeah. me. 
that's a bit of a cash grab. It's a money grab. Like I, I don't quite back uh, pre-orders very much. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't feel that's um, a good thing, especially giving bonus content like that. Like I'm like, like if a developer is like, hey guys, do you want to pay for this game beforehand? Go for it. But maybe outfits and stuff like that then yes like you can like on kickstarter you get certain things because you're giving them money but that's because they're an indie developer not a developer who can afford the whole game so okay so i don't know anything about final fantasy and what is a summons a summon is like an espion it's a a Sort of like a beast. It's a it's a monster. Like you've got Ifru, Shiva, all this kind of stuff. Chocobo, and he is Ifrit has been around for generations of Final Fantasy. He's sort of like the flame god. It's um, taken on different styles over the years, but yeah. Okay, and what do they actually do? How does it contribute what, to the game? Depends on the game, but they can. Some of them, it'll be. Uh, they'll fight by like some RPGs. Uh, they'll fight by your side. Uh, some RPGs, it's a one-off. Like, say if I call Ifrit in Final Fantasy VII, he does Hellblaze attack because it was a turn-based thing. So, say if I've got five monsters across from me and I've got my team of three, I summon Ifrit. He uses twenty uh, magic points and he'll come down, do one big attack, and and he's gone. Other ones, like in Final Fantasy Thirteen, uh, they'll stay by your side for the fight. So they'll oh for get... the whole fight or for the whole game or just that no, one no, fight. That that fight. So they'll if you're against five um, monsters, they'll fight them five monsters by your side. I will not say what happens in Final Fantasy Seven this time because it's a bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Okay, so it's just like a special ability then. Yeah, that's all right. I don't want to know about seven anyway. I've moved on. It's sort of like it's a new. So it's a spell. If it's anything like Final Fantasy Thirteen, you're sort of pre-ordering for another character who can play with you. <laughs> Three and a half, mate. Three I'm not interested. <laughs> but okay. So, I'm still trying to get my head around this guy, right? <laughs> Is it only... So, if you're in one fight right now, and then you yep. use this summon, and he comes out and fights, and then ten minutes later, I, I'm in another fight, can I get him back out of them? Once again, it depends on the game. Final Fantasy VII, he's just a material orb that can call, call upon him. So, you can... As long as you've got the magic points... If you get in a hundred fights in a hundred minutes, you can use him a hundred times. Ah, uh, okay, cool. You can yeah. actually so use like support. Yeah. Yeah, depending on the level of the materia, like level one in Final Fantasy Seven original, you can use him once. In level two, you can use him twice. Level three, you can use him three times in that one fight because his attack might only do a thousand damage and the mob that you're fighting against has three thousand damage. So the every every fight gives you experience points onto your material, your spells that you've got equipped. Okay. okay. So like cure, 
you have to do a certain amount of fights before it's Cura, and then you have to do a certain amount of fights before it's Curaga, and then it gets stronger and stronger, exactly the same. But the summon doesn't get stronger, you get to just use it more often. So Ifrit and Chocobo, they're always, and Shiva, uh, they're always the three that are pretty much first in nearly all Final Fantasy games. By the yeah. end of the game, you don't use them anymore because they're too weak. Like, you've got Barmart, all the uh, Knights at the Round Table, stuff like that by then, which, yeah, Knights at the Round Table, there's 12 Knights or whatever. Like, it's pretty much a cinematic. It goes for five minutes or something. Um, I feel like especially a, a summon... I wonder how I could put it. It may be like Call of Duty pre-ordering you can get the assault rifle. Yeah, okay. Okay. If you don't pre-order, then you you still got the whole game, but you can only use pistol, shotgun, uh, other yeah, SMGs, see, that's, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, see, I don't like that then because you have to... Look, I, I agree with the pre-orders. Some people don't like them. I don't care about pre-orders or not. I, I did pre-order Animal Crossing. I don't know what I got for pre-ordering the digital copy of that, actually. I think it was a little trophy or something for the house, but I haven't used it anyway. Um, when it's cosmetic, I don't really care, but when it actually affects a game in gameplay like that, then I'd be quite offended. Yes. Especially if I haven't pre-ordered it. If yes. I pre-ordered it, then I don't care. Stuff is. I pre-ordered it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I didn't, then, yeah, it's that's kind of bad. Well, I don't, I and I can't comment about the uh, pre-order yet because it hasn't been turned on yet. So I don't. Uh, as yeah. soon as soon as it's turned on, we'll do. I'll make sure I report in and tell everyone what uh, yeah. what we get for it. But yeah, at this point, that's probably the the biggest downer Square Enix has come up with so far. But a lot of companies as well have done things in the past where they've gone, oh, yeah, you only get this exclusive thing if you pre-order, and then a couple of months down the track they go, oh, yeah, everybody's getting it now. Yes, yes, because it's only a so, timed exclusive as well, blah, 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 yeah. so I'd expect them to open it up. Mm, okay. But it looks like the summons that are the pre-order were never originally in the original game anyway. So Car Carbuncle um, wasn't in the original game. It was from Final Fantasy Fifteen and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's not going to affect the original gameplay, but it is something that you had to pre-order to get. Okay. All right. So what about and, your gaming of the week, mate? What have you been doing gaming of the week? Literally, that's it. Final Fantasy Seven Remake. How was it? Oh, phenomenal. It, truthfully... Uh, I all, all I was expecting you to say was classified. <laughs> I've talked to a fair few of um, streamers and talked to some of the guys on our page and blah blah blah. So far, the response is very positive. The only thing is, maybe all the people who have got it are the diehard fans who their response probably wouldn't have been anything other than it was awesome. I don't know. Yeah. But well, like, our page is blown up with all the fanboy content. I'm loving it. Hmm. That was sarcasm, just if you didn't hear the same. No, no, I, I, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's deep down true. But, like, so, yeah, I just feel like, because let's face it, it's a 22-year-old game, 23-year-old yeah. game. Like, they had to change it. 
no matter what they had to like everyone was like oh make it turn base do this do that i was like you know what square if i want to play this game that takes me back to my childhood this game that puts me back in my bedroom at night time playing the playstation one just like the cinematics blah blah if i want to do that i'll go turn on my switch my pc my laptop my playstation one my playstation three my playstation four like i've bought it on any console that's for sale so I've, I've even not got it on my phone with a ROM. I haven't. That's the only one I have not done. That's disgraceful, mate. That, that just like me with my ROMs on my... Uh, oh, well, with the, with the ROMs that you can put on the Oculus Quest. Never done, mate. Never I've done. not done it. So that's the only one I haven't. So, But I can... I can walk room to room in my house and I can play it no matter what. It's always there. So for me, I've got that original. And I was like, you know what? Go for it. Like Square Enix were like, yeah, oh. Because there's so, like they made Final Fantasy VII on the high tails of Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy VI was, still is deemed, like there's always that argument whether which one is the best RPG of all time, blah, blah, blah. Um, VI has a very, very diehard fan base. But they sort of made seven and then turned around and said, oh, actually, this has done so well. We're going to make, like, Crisis Core. We're going to make Advent Children. We're going to make Before Crisis. We're going to make Dirge of Cerberus. Like, there was four or five other games that came out afterwards. Dirge of Cerberus came out on PS2 and it was a shooter game and like uh, Crisis Core came out on PSP and, uh, and so it was so like the compilation was just so messy because yeah. they they made this game and then they were like oh actually that story is a little flawed there we'll try to work this in and we'll try to work and it was like yeah it was just not done Perfectly, and so Square Enix, Square Enix now has turned around because everyone was like, "Oh, are these go- original guys coming back from Crisis Core?" Because they had so much love for them, and Square Enix turned around and said, "Oh, you know what? That's nearly everything other than the original game isn't canon. There's little bits and pieces we're going to take. This is canon. That's canon, but not really, because what we're going to do is we're going to break it all down." And we're going to start afresh. We're going to just go for it. Like, this is going to be an episodic game. We have so much lore that we can do. Uh, we're just going to go for it. And so, so, in your playing without... Okay, so I don't know how to ask this question without you telling a spoiler. But, um, so the game is... Like, I, I know graphically it will definitely be different from the original. That's without saying. But story-wise... Is it different? And that's or... why, if it wasn't, I would just say, blah, 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 blah. but I have to say, I cannot talk about the game because of spoilers. And this is a 23 year old game. So it's proves that they have changed it. I 
not to the extent like say someone I haven't played I haven't finished the whole entire game but it's not as if oh this person dies in the original and now this person survives I don't believe it'll be enormous like that but they've fleshed it out like literally they have who dies hey who dies Darth Vader eventually (laughs) here's your father Luke Skywalker's Spoilers, it's been done. Okay. And, and we're going to tell everybody about your little picture that you sent me the other day about, I don't even know her name. Oh, Tifa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. There were some questions she was asking. I oh. didn't know. i got to take my hat off. i got to take my hat off. Like, Japanese waifu, like, they just, it's like you've got this man, he's a giant colossus, so much uh, iron metal sheeting armour, and then you've got a woman, and she's got nipple tassels on. <laughs> and that's it. Every single time, no matter what. Like, you're just like, are you a male uh, player or you're a female player? Like, they just, there's there's so many games that come out of Japan that have to get censored. Like, there was one where, uh, Fire Emblem, where you could rub her boobs on the touch screen with the stylus and she'd, <laughs> and she'd blush and be like, ooh, and it would... <laughs> hey, and the missus doesn't do that when we do it. No, no. What the hell? Get away! <laughs> well, so I, I tried with my stylus and it's not, not long enough to get there. Oh, no. But, and that's what, like, so, but they've stuck to it. Like, Tifa is... If you seriously had a woman with that sort of body, like it's the it's the fake body, like you know what I mean? It's these big giant double G's, like the size six, little leather skirt, where you're like, how are you going to be doing high kicks in that? Like you can't even bend over and pick up a, a nickel. Like she tries to bend over and pick up a nickel. It's like, oh, I can see your material. Like, and it's just Square Enix is stuck to it. They they're like, hey, we accept what we're going to do, and they've done it. Ex- so yeah, so okay. I'm, look, I'm glad that they've had their uh, their clothing designed well. <laughs> they've stuck. They have stuck to it. They've done the game itself. Like literally in the original, they were like, you know what? We have this game where it's going to take twenty to forty hours. Twenty, obviously plus. Um, but after you've played the game, if you don't stuff around, you can definitely finish the game in 20 hours. Uh, okay, so on, how many hours do you reckon you can actually do it in? The original? No, no, this one now. Oh, I don't know. I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. I, if, like, with the storyline of the previous game and this game, for what you've done... Yeah. If it's what the rumours say that it ends at the end of Midgar... I and judging by where I'm up to after eight hours, I would be surprised if I can get out of Midgar in 20, 20 to 30 hours. Okay. And that's what I could finish the original game in, the whole entire thing. Okay. The original game you could get out of Midgar within six. Ah, uh, okay. So that's how much they've fleshed it out. Wow. Yeah. So it's four four times the size of just the original city. So so I played the demo, right? Um, and you know how sometimes in games the demos are different to the actual main game? Yeah. 
So that demo would have been around last year's E3 that they played and it came to PAX here. And yep. so it's been around a while. Compared to that, to what the game is now, is there much difference? There is I not a great deal. Like, let's just say mechanics-wise, it's like, oh, you couldn't jump in the demo, you can jump now. Like that. I mean, that's not the size of a change that they've made, but it's more visually, I believe, it's smoother. Uh, in the background, I definitely believe everything loads in well. And, like, if you played the demo, it was sort of like from start to blowing up the reactor and you played it straight through now even if you did play that um now if you play that there's bits and pieces in there that wasn't in the demo yeah okay yeah like even stairwells and the size of a train station and little things like that not not greatly because i played that demo uh, three times I finished it because I did yeah. three different modes. So I played it for a couple of hours. So I knew the demo pretty well. They have just done a couple of little uh, cleanups on like some battle mechanics. Like, yeah, I feel like for me, because I played the demo, I'm really, really enjoying the battle mechanics. But when I talk to one of our streamers, because he didn't play the demo, he's actually struggling with the battle mechanics a little bit. And okay. because it's so new, like you think it's now like it's now an action RPG. It yeah. was a turn based RPG 20, however many years ago. Um, but I've had three to four hours worth of gameplay to get used to it. He's just jumped straight in. So for him, it's like, Jeez, this is pretty big. So I knew it was coming. So I definitely, like, I even I have to say, like Barrett in the demo, I didn't really, I didn't really like it. Like the the long distance shooting and blah blah blah. Like I just was like, oh, I'm always like, even when I play games, I'm I'm normally a, a frontline fighter. Like I I do play a lot of. Um, DPS and mages and summoners and necromancers and that and like Diablo and World of Warcraft but like as I'm getting older I'm like you know what I just want to be there hacking and slashing and blocking and it's pretty pretty easy so but in this game I've actually found uh, I used Barrett probably more than I used Cloud because I like when you when you get used to the long distance shooting it's actually pretty fun. It's a, it's just such a new concept where you're like, whoa, this is this is fun. All right. Well, you still haven't sold me on the game, so I'm moving on again. Any other games you did? Game of the year. <laughs> I'm calling. <laughs> RPG you of the crap year. Game of the year. Crap RPG of the year. Bad. You're shocking. RPG of the year. No matter what, it'll beat. The only thing is, is if it gets hate slammed, like because that's been happening in the last couple of years for some reason they just i don't know why um animal crossing was getting slammed at one point for some reason i was reason. doing some of the slamming too and then okay. i actually i was that's doing a, some that's <laughs> illegal. It's illegal and frowned. <laughs> no not that sort of slamming but i was quite skeptical about animal crossing and then i haven't actually put it down for no i mean i'll, I'll in, it every day 
I mean, as in ratings afterwards. It was Doom. Yeah. It was I Doom. never rely on ratings anyway. Yeah. But my, that's but my them, opinion of the game. Them ratings are what gets them actually voted to go to the nominations. Okay. So it was, it was Doom fans who were slamming Animal Crossing rating to bring it down to, say, 60%. So then Doom was higher. So that's what I mean. That's why I you got to take everything with a grain of salt because it's like, hang on, you guys are trying to literally slam another game just because you want yours to be better. Like, And that's why I'd be very, very... Like, Cyberpunk has a very niche fan base. I would not be surprised if Final Fantasy gets hate-slammed because of Cyberpunk. Like, I feel like it's probably one of the only games that will really challenge it for RPG of the year. And so, yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes later on in the year. But for now, look, music-wise, always going to be phenomenal. We went to the concert in Melbourne. Uh, they have once again won me over with a lot of the music. Um, visually, I want to get it on PS5. I was talking to my brother the other day. Give me Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS5. Like, this is just... It is absolutely just a visual masterpiece like it just, it literally looks like a cinematic like i don't know how we're going to get any better visually like it's just a, a lot of games coming out now like even the ps4 pro is probably maxed out as good as it can be on the screen that i'm running but like of course there is on computers uh, you can get that a little bit better with like a ray, ray tracing and OLED and all this kind of stuff. But like, man, I look at these games and I'm like, you're going to get better than this? How? Like, what's. what's I know one way. I know one way. Oh, VR. VR imagine, has a long imagine way Final, to go. Imagine Final Fantasy VR. I actually thought about it the other day because I used my VR headset just as a bigger screen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm playing Final Fantasy on my. 30-inch monitor at the moment, and I'm like, you know you know what? Imagine playing this on a 100-inch on my VR. Like, I wonder what the VR would be like, because I played Borderlands 3 and stuff like that in the VR. I'm like, I wonder what it would be like in the VR. I wonder if that would be a fun time, and I have been like, oh, because I haven't turned my VR on since Borderlands 3, so it's got a fair bit of dust on it. Um, but, <laughs> Breathe deep, you'll be fine. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I might actually do that just so I can see what it's like. I cannot wait for version 2 VR with PS5. That is going to be oh, immersive VR with better graphics. That would be so superb. Like, if I can get in the game, imagine submersive. Like, you're physically standing in Final Fantasy and you're just running around like that. Like, if I'm in Midgar, and that will be, yeah. The future is looking very bright. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't like turn-based RPGs, go for it, because it is far from that. Anyone who likes deep story-based RPGs, go for it. i got one more question. It's better than Zelda. It is not. That wasn't a question. That was a statement. No, you were going to ask, is it better than Zelda? And yes. No, 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 no. Can you jump? That's a spoiler. <laughs> I'll move on. All right. Hang on, that's um, a mechanic that I do want to talk about. 
because after playing Dragon Quest Eleven, after playing what have I been playing at the moment? Trials of Mana. Jumping feels like it needs to be done these days. I I just want jump in my life. It is such. It's just something that I feel like needs to be in a game. Without without jump, I I do struggle to get that. I don't know whether it, like in an ARPG, like an action RPG, I feel like jump makes a whole new ball game. It didn't work with Creedfall. <laughs> no, I jumped on the game case pretty well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, go. Let's wrap it's, it up. Excellent, excellent. Final Fantasy uh, VII, ten out of ten. Game of the year. RPG of the year. Music of the year. Visual of the year. Oh. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Steve rant on about Final Fantasy. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Check out gamersdownunder.com for your gaming news and reviews. And it'll never be game over. Gamers got a game. <laughs>